You are listening to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast, episode number 90. Could it be that simple? Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Sanchez. I have five kids and I love sports and the piano. And I'm also a certified life coach and divorce coach. Here I talk about living your best life, whether you're divorced, married, or single, it doesn't matter. Achievement is nothing without fulfillment. So let's go. Hello, ladies and gents. How are you doing out there? I hope you're doing great. I think I say that every single time, but I really do. I hope you're great. I hope things are well in your life. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about simple things. Yay! (laughs) The title of the podcast is, Could It Be That Simple? And I have to say it like that. I have to say it like Chandler Bing from Friends. Could it be that simple? Does it have to be such a big deal? So, of course, something happened in my life to make me think of this podcast. Guys, I'm going to get real with you for a little bit. Sometimes even life coaches have hard days and seem to be in funks. I was in a funk. Let me admit it to you. I was in a funk for like two weeks. I was frustrated with my workout routine. I was frustrated kind of with my life a little bit. My one-year-old was really, really whiny, crying all day. It starts getting on you a little bit. And I'm like an uber positive, (laughs) like I have motivational speeches in my mind type person, but that all went away. I was allowing all this political stuff to mount up in my mind I was allowing comments from others um, to my husband and myself to mount up. I was allowing blame to halt my relationship growth. I had some really weird exchanges on social media, and I was just making everything way more than it had to. Finally, the Spirit came to me like this epiphany moment. I still remember where I was. I had just finished my workout. I was in front of the gym in the parking lot, walking to my car, and the spirit just said, "Um, why don't you just stop focusing on the negative and start focusing on the good? Okay, I know that. (laughs) We all know it, right? But sometimes we'll get like these super simple answers and it will just hit us differently. It will just mean something different. It will be what we need to hear in that moment that makes all the difference. And I seriously said in my mind, could it be? Could it really be that simple? And I've been reading a lot of Gordon B. Hinckley lately. Oh my gosh, I love that man so much. And I miss him. And his words, if you go back and just read a few of his highlighted quotes. They are so simple. One that I would share as a missionary on Temple Square all the time was when he said, do not dwell on unkind things. 
Stop seeking out the storms and enjoy more fully the sunlight. Even if you are not happy, put a smile on your your face. Stop seeking out the storms and enjoy more fully the the sunlight. Gosh, how simple is that? And, And think of his wife, Marjorie. How simple were her words? I still remember she'd say the only way to get through life is to laugh your way through it. You either have to laugh or cry. I prefer to laugh. Crying gives me a headache. (laughs) I always remember that. Think of President Hinckley's six B's talk. Be grateful. Be true. Be brave. Be, you know, those are just so simple. There's a beauty in the simplicity. There's a clarity in it. Sometimes we're searching And we have too much information, right? And we're like, what's the answer? We're searching for this strategy or thing that's going to make it better. And all we have to do is go to the simplest thing. And it works that time, right? Here's another quote from Gordon B. Hinckley. I don't worry too much about the future. And I don't worry very much about the past. The past is gone and you can't change it. The future, you can anticipate it, but you can't necessarily do very much about it. It is the present you have to deal with, and so you reach out for every good opportunity that you have to do what you ought to do. Wow. Do what you ought to do. Okay, guys, so let's say you're starting some big project. Maybe it's redoing a room. Some DIY project. You start feeling overwhelmed. Oh no, this is too much. Not gonna do it. Retreat, retreat. Okay, but maybe it's not a big deal though. Maybe it's as simple as making a list and getting started. Five, four, three, two, one. If you've listened to my podcasts, you know what five, four, three, two, one means. It's a strategy from Mel Robbins where she says when you count backwards, it helps your brain execute. Don't think. Just go five, four, three, two, one, and just do whatever you have to do. Whether it's getting out of bed, putting on your shoes to go exercise, you go five, four, three, two, one, I'm doing it. And you get into that kind of habit. So maybe it's just as simple as starting on one thing. A very close friend of mine just had a miscarriage. And it was interesting because she was worried about not being worried about it. She was worried (laughs) about not being as sad as she thought maybe she should be. See, society has taught her that this is a huge deal. You know, even her husband came to me and we were talking and he said, we just don't kind of know how to act. We're worried that we should be more sad about it. All right, let's learn something. Let's not follow what society tells us, how we're supposed to feel. Let's feel what we feel. Maybe it is as simple as realizing, okay, not going to work this time. I'm okay with being okay about it and moving forward and doing the things that we need to do. Sometimes it's not so simple, but in this podcast, (laughs) I'm saying The majority of of the time, it can be. You know, there's a story of a mother. 
I'm reading a really awesome book right now. It's the same author that wrote How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie. And it's it, the title's actually Stop Worrying and Start Living. And there's a story of a mother during World War II who was so consumed with worry about her son who was in the war that she started to get sick. I mean, her worry was almost incapacitating her. She couldn't sleep. Um, her normal daily routine, just uh, it, it just wasn't working for her. So for her, she decided, well, maybe I just need to do something with my time. So she applied at the local department store and she became so popular in that store because she knew all about the clothes. She knew all about the suits. People were coming to her. She was really friendly. She started to really enjoy her job and she decided to take like super long shifts. She might as well to try to get the mind off. And at night she was so tired from being on her feet all day and she realized she didn't have time to worry about her son, that she slept like a rock. Her health improved and everything improved. So for that situation, maybe it was as simple as just getting a job to fill the time and to fill her mind space. Hmm. Maybe your kids are driving you crazy. Maybe there's one you're really worried about. And instead of envisioning a horrendous future, you decide to act by doing a couple of things you could do. And you give it to the Lord. Maybe it is that simple with that. Instead of worrying, instead of envisioning, instead of dwelling, instead of looking at all the terrible things that could happen, you decide to live in the present for a minute, do what you can do, maybe one or two things, spend some time with them, and you give it to the Lord. Maybe it can be that simple, and you can feel this amazing peace that comes from it. I, I want you guys to think of a problem you have. Something that's kind of bogging you down. Now, I want you to think of the simplest solution. Could it be that simple? <laughs> yes! By small and simple things, great things are brought to pass. We must be careful, my self-help obsessed gurus, my self-help obsessed friends. That means you, because if you're listening to this podcast... You're like me. Sometimes we can't see the simple mark. All right. Sometimes we are overly consumed with self-help, the strategies involved. We're doing everything, but we can't see the simplest solution. Now, remember the Israelites. Do you remember the story? Because of the easiness of it, because of the simplicity they would not look at the you know the serpent wrap around the the brass cross or whatever they would not look at that and live when they got bit they died it was too simple they wouldn't look at it let us not be like that so going back to our us our self help <laughs> audience here with our morning routines, our green smoothies, our gratitude journals. You know, we're doing our, our thought downloads and we're doing our deep breathing and all those things. Sometimes 
what works when we have too much of all of that it stops working or it doesn't work in the moment or we're like oh my gosh why am i in this funk like i was you know i remember doing okay i'm going to tony robbins it i've got to get in a beautiful state beautiful state okay i'm going to get my exercise in and deep breathing and i'm going to focus on this and watch the thoughts i'm thinking you know and then you have the the Jody Moore people who are like, okay, I'm having a tough time. What's my circumstance? Let's do the model. Let's do the model. Circumstances generate our thoughts, which generate our feelings, which generate our actions. Look, I get it. And all of those things are good. But sometimes we miss the mark. And so I want to say one simple thing to you self-help people that can work. <laughs> sometimes we're too overly critical, especially as self-helpers. Be kind to yourself. Now be honest, but be kind to yourself. Be patient for a few days and it will blow over. Maybe a pause in a good book is the only thing you need that will do the trick. You know, a great book to read where your thoughts are consumed in it instead of all the worry and all the things that you don't have to think about that you do. Maybe it can be that simple as just being kind to yourself and patient. You know the most simple thing? The Savior. The Savior can even take the things that either are too big or insurmountable or those things that seem huge and he can break it down to simple. He can make weak things strong. He makes heavy things light somehow. He defies the laws of physics, right? In fact, oh, ah, this just reminded me of something really cool. A guy named Mark Nielsen showed us this in a leadership training years ago. Do you guys remember the poem Footprints? It was this really popular poem when I was a kid about, you know, I was walking through the sand or two, two sets of footprints were walking through the sand. It was me in my life with Christ next to me and you know it, it something along the lines of this person looking back on their toughest times and only seeing one set of footprints and them asking God why do I only see one set of footprints during the toughest times of my life and that's when Christ said those were the times that I carried you I remember reading that poem and thinking that is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. You know, it brought tears to my eyes. But the point in the leadership training was that the scriptures are the true sources. Like, who knows who even wrote that poem? Is it true? Is it even, like, where did it come from? Yes, it's a beautiful expression from somebody's life. It's artistic and beautiful. Great. But his point was we can use true sources like the scriptures in our teaching, and he um, illustrated this through a scripture in Isaiah 46, 3 through 4. It is so beautiful. It says, Hearken unto me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, which are born by me from the belly, which are carried from the womb. And even to your old age, I am he. And even to boar hairs, which means gray hairs, will I carry you. I have made 
and I will bear, even I will carry and will deliver you. Okay, guys, this is Jehovah speaking in the Old Testament. This is Christ. Is this not so beautiful? It illustrates that he carried us from the womb throughout life to gray hairs, and he will carry us all the way through, and he will deliver us. So basically what this is saying is he's carried us the whole way. We just have to let him. He will carry you throughout your entire life. To me, that is pretty simple. Giving it to him, allowing him to carry us. I love that scripture so much. And I love you guys. And I know you can do this. So next time you feel a little stuck with whatever it is, think, could it be this simple? Think of the simplest solution and go for it. And of course, what I suggest is turn it to Christ first. See if that works. See if it's that simple. One or two things you can do. He will lighten your load. I know that. All right, guys, that's all I got. That's all I got today. I hope uh, that can make a difference for you. Know I'm thinking about you and make it what you want. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed the podcast, please write a review, subscribe, share. And if you'd like to do some personal coaching with me, hop on over to my website, coachemilysanchez.com.